I say this every time when we talk about the Bible, but uh, like these scriptures in particular, especially when we start are talking about dating, uh, these are these are scriptures where where God is literally speaking to every single one of us through these scriptures. And so I I just don't want it to be something that you listen to here. I want you to hopefully uh, remember where these scriptures are or save it in your phone and you can go back and read them to yourself and listen to what God is saying to you specifically for what's going on in your life, uh, in a relationship, out of a relationship, uh, maybe in a relationship one day, because he's speaking to you, and you're going to be left with one uh, single question to answer after that. What are you going to do with what he just told you? So, is it raining out? All right, I, I got ADD. Hey, uh, so um, last week, we started off this series uh, called More Than Friends. Like three, Those are three bad words, according to Jacob. Yeah, that makes him shudder. More than friends. And uh, we kind of set it up like this, that, um, that, 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 that if you're not in a relationship, if you're not dating, you will be dating. Uh, if, if, uh, if maybe you were in a relationship, it's over. Don't worry, you're going to date again. But there's a lot of things we can talk about when it comes to dating uh, before, during, and after. And that's actually where Cam started off last week. He talked about uh, what you can do before you date and even during your date because we seem to have this problem before we date or before or during we date, even after we date, but mostly before and during, and it's this. We seem to lose our minds, do we not? Has anybody just like completely disengaged their brain before <laughs> they were in a relationship? Or yeah, yeah, it just is like here's all this logic, and you're just like, what? It doesn't make any sense. And so Cameron, I, f- I thought it was so funny, he shared this great story about this dude named Samson who was like literally, I don't know what was going on with his brain. And it's funny because Cameron is a whole lot like Samson, if you remember his story. Uh, how many people have ran over, got ran over by a car? Twi- <laughs> how many people have got ran over a car twice? How many people have been ran over by a car twice by the same person? How many people? Okay, okay, Robbie, you gotta. You, you, I didn't hear about this. He said in a video game. In a video game. Okay. Virtual so Cameron reality. <laughs> so, yeah. So Cameron is the only person to be run over by a car twice by the same person and still be with that person. It really was the highlight of the sermon. But that's Anyways, what people <laughs> remembered. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Let's face it. That's what we remembered. And, and but but he told the story of Samson, which was strikingly <laughs> familiar, minus the cars, because it was like several thousand years ago. But he did the same thing. He just he was in a situation and he totally disengaged his brain. And and Cameron left you with this thing to think about when it comes uh, to dating or relationships, and it's this: don't break up with your brain. Don't break up with your brain. It's it's there's a lot of stuff we actually talked about this at fast lane with the 11th to 12th graders, but there's some like chemical things going on in your head that like want you to not think. So you're gonna have to try really, really hard to engage your brain. So just remember, don't break up with your brain. So we, we kind of told you beforehand that we we're gonna switch things up a little bit. Because uh, you know, if we're talking about dating and relationships, it's not just some website you go to or some book you read and it's like, oh, I got it, it's easy, right? You know, I figured it out. It's complicated. And so what we're going to do, we started off with what you can do before and during a relationship with Cameron. Next week, Maddie, uh, the, the, our worship leader, she's actually going to be uh, preaching about breakups. Uh, and so that's going to be, I'm really interested to see where that goes. Uh, but everybody's going to want to need this. Everybody's going to want to need uh, some advice and some direction <laughs> on breakups. 
But in the middle of that, uh, like this week and the following after Maddie, we're, we're literally taking your questions in because you have some very, very good questions. And last week, uh, nobody texted and nobody emailed, but you guys submitted a lot of card questions. And it's interesting, almost all the questions land in one, or two, one of two different overarching questions. It's really neat. You guys all did the same thing. So the first group of questions was this. Throw it up there. You can do it. No. <laughs> Keep going. You can do it, Cameron. Engage your brain. There we go. So, so the first like, group of questions were really why, uh, uh, oh yeah, what is dating and why date? That's kind of the questions you guys ask. Like, why do we date? What is the purpose? Why do people date? What do you do if you know you're not going to be together forever and get married, but you are dating someone? That is a doozy of a question. Why are you doing it if you know it's not leading somewhere? So these are really good questions you guys are asking. Why we date and what is dating? But the second one was this. This is the second group of questions. When should we date? When should we get in a relationship? Like here's some of the questions you guys. How do you know when you're ready for a relationship? That's a good one. How long should you talk to a guy or girl before dating? How old do you have to be to go on dates? How can you tell if things are being rushed? That's a really good question. Uh, here we go. Even if I think I like someone but don't think I'm ready to date, what should I do? These are excellent, excellent questions. And instead of sitting there and answering every single one of them, I think the best way that we can answer them is by kind of sharing a story, sharing uh, my stories in dating, not all of them now, <laughs> and some of, some of Jen's uh, dating stories because we have dramatically different stories when it comes to uh, dating before we got married. Not we got married, but we got <laughs> married. <laughs> Although I did marry her in Revel. Yeah, it's just, it took a turn. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, surprise. So before we do that, we're going to do something else, and Jen's going to take over while I, while I waddle right. over All here. All right. Thanks, Olivia. So this is the exciting part, because before we tell you anything, we thought it would be really fun to see what you already think about dating. Because I know you asked all these questions, but we know that you have some opinions about it already. So I should see a lot of hands up. Who wants to help us share what you think? What is dating? What is dating? Why do you date? All right, first question, or first answer. Um, like if you love somebody a lot. What's if you that? love someone a lot. Ooh, love. All right, that's why I date. Okay. If you like someone, but you don't want to do anything, but you just like them, so, you know. You What's just that? like them. You don't oh want yeah. to You don't, don't want to, you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to hit them up with the love word. You just like them. Yeah, he's like. When you like someone. When you like, like them. Or when you like right. someone. We're going to come over here. I saw Robbie's hand first, and then we're going to come to Jacob. All right, Robbie, talk to us. So my friend Grayson is in a relationship, and so, like, uh, this is kind of weird. He knew he knows he it's rushed because his girlfriend sent him a picture of she wrote in Sharpie on her arm, like, I love Grayson Kerman. <laughs> like, he, she wrote that on her arm. and Permanent I'm marker. I'm sure yeah. he really appreciates you loud capping him because it's going to go on the uh, internet, but whatever. So, <laughs> so how would you? What would you say so about that? So, what do you that? think about that? 
It's weird. It's weird. It's weird when you rush. All right. Weird Russian, we'll More call questions? it. More questions? Bailey? Is that your hand? All right. Ooh. I didn't know if you were like, mm. Okay. So dating is a stage of romantic relationships. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait, wait. Are you re <laughs> is this an Apple's definition of dating? No. Google's? Okay, it's Google's definition. <laughs> so what does Google say about dating? Okay. Dating is a stage of a romantic relationship in humans whereby two people meet socially with the aim of each assessing the other's suitability as a prospective partner in an intimate relationship or marriage. It is a form of courtship consisting of, a so consisting of social activities done by the couple either alone or with others. The protocols and practices of dating and the terms used to describe it ver vary considerably from country to country and over time. Huh? What? Hey, <laughs> so I just want to point something out. Here we got. Here we got the guys over here. What is dating? It's when you love and like someone. <laughs> when you when you ask a girl, well, first of all, first for this, this and that, and then you're this and that, and then you got to talk about this, and then when the, when the moon star and the lines and everything like that, and then when you do, when he says he likes you, what he really means is this and that. So yeah. So let me see. I don't even know how to begin that. We'll go. Uh, Male, female perspective. You oh just my put God! Look it up. <laughs> Dating internet. <laughs> Holy Moses! All right, Skyler, do you have a question? Oh, We're can I get come her you, since Jacob. I'm right here, and then I'll come up to you? Do you mind? Okay, cool. All right, Skyler. All right, so <laughs> dating is whenever you go on dates. Okay. Wow. You answer people like you don't leave them on red. Oh. Okay. What else? <laughs> okay, you. I'm trying to think. Come on. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um. Usually a guy will pick you up, so and he doesn't require have to require. Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. They don't play Fortnite. They pay attention whoa, to what you're saying. Whoa! Whoa! What's wrong with Fortnite? <laughs> they pay attention. Fortnite's to what you're my saying. love language. I'm not going to say anything <laughs> about your Fortnite hate. You Continue. Okay, I got this, Sam. Yes. Okay? They have <laughs> they have <laughs> good communication. All right? You can trust each other. I know. I do. You expect me to be with you? Yeah. Right. What if people are awkward? All right, you know what, Cameron? What do you think about this? Dating is a relationship where people don't necessarily have to be hit by large motor vehicles. <laughs> and... And healthy conversation can ensue without sustaining significant injury regularly. That is a pretty key aspect of dating. Thank you, Cameron. All right, we're going to come over here to Jacob. I don't know if this has to do with dating, but when I was younger, I was always like, I'm never going to like girls. And then I'm just, and now I'm just like, uh, hey there. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's. It, it's changed a lot. They'll be like, oh, hey, Jacob, how are you? And I'm like, bleh. I don't know. You know, Sam was talking about those chemicals in your brain. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> All right, Maggie. Okay, so this is word from Skylar from like two months ago, but like dating is when your parents don't have to bring you to Chili's or the movies, and you can, and he can pick you up, and like y'all can go on an actual date, and it isn't where y'all just see each other at school, give each other a hug, and then not like that. Definitely not like that. All right, thank you, Maggie. Via Skylar, she's given creds to Skylar. <laughs> All right, did we have something over here? 
Oh, come on, guys. I got to hear some well advice from these guys. we already talked to Robbie. Nick, Max, Anybody? Shaw, make something up. Just for, uh, what is dating? What is dating to you, Max? Hanging out with some of you. See, this, once again, the difference between guys and, whoa, hello. <laughs> We're just going to leave alone what Sam just said. I love you, do Sam. We do we have any more? Anybody else want to share their thoughts and feelings on dating? Anybody need a vent? <laughs> all right. I think, I think, that is that all? <coughs> all right, Robbie. Oh, we got one more from Robbie. One more from Robbie. It doesn't count if it's on a game show or reality TV show. All right. Oh, there you I go. see what you're saying. The slide against the bachelor. He's, is he doing some low-key bachelor hating? <laughs> he is. I endorse this message. All right. So, we I think we got a nice wide very. perspective of very, dating. Very, very. All right. Um, so, I guess I'll go first, since that's what we planned. Um, yeah, I know. It's in the script. Um, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a little bit of my experience and thoughts on dating um, from a, a basically my life. Um, so, I'm not going to start with the dating part. This is a weird place to start in my story, um, because that didn't happen for a very long time. <laughs> so, I need to tell you, I need to get you there. Um, so... I guess for me, just bear with me, this is a, a weird place to start. So for me, I think about um, back in junior high and, and even since I was a kid, um, I always felt like inside of me there was like this bigness, all right? Like I just felt like, I don't know, at, at for a while though when I was younger, it was kind of like this like big hole. I don't know if you ever felt, felt like that. I'm getting a little philosophical. But, um, but no, I felt like, I felt like this, there was something inside of me and it was big, and um, I didn't know what it was about, and I think at first, it just felt kind of like empty, you know, and so there was a lot in my life that I would try to like fill it with, you know, um, and so I think about seventh and eighth grade, and I think about my, my very first crush, I had crushes before that, but my like first like real, real crush was probably in seventh and eighth grade, it happened over seventh and eighth grade, um, as I think about that, and uh, for me, I, I remember going to school every day and uh, just hoping that this boy named Kevin Grubb would look my way. Like, no lie. I, um, I thought he was so cute. He was the, the class clown. He was the athletic kid. So, like, so movie-like. Um, and I, of course, I was really shy and a little bit nerdy and kind of a teacher's pet. So every day I would go to school and I would be really excited and I'd like, you know, make sure my smile was ready and then I'd go and I'd walk down the halls and I would like hope, you know, I kind of, you know, you, you can kind of time it, you know, I kind of knew his schedule and so I knew when he would be walking by and I'd be like, you know, you kind of wait to see like if he's going to look your way and then he'd smile, ting, you know, and you'd kind of hear that and it would go off in your brain and that little like hole inside of me that it kind of would like flutter and fill up for a second, you know, I got these little butterflies and I was like, oh my gosh. He looked my way. Um, but at the time, if you would have asked me in maybe seventh and eighth grade, 
what my definition of dating was, I probably would have told you that I thought that dating was something that you do before you, you know, get married to someone or before you find someone that you want to marry. Um, but I, I have a feeling, though, looking back, that if I would have had a chance to date Kevin Grubb, I probably would have thrown that definition away and, and, and tried it out. Um, but I didn't. And so... So seventh and eighth grade, that's kind of how, how, how dating went for me. I, I didn't date anyone. I just had a whole lot of crushes, right? Um, but then there was this point in my life kind of around high school, um, and I still had that, that feeling inside. Um, and then somewhere around high school, I kind of ran into Jesus, and I had this experience with Jesus, and I, I, I started to know him and be in relationship with him. And that big, like, empty thing going on inside of me started to fill up. And I found myself being filled with like life, and I was being satisfied, and it was it was awesome. Um, and so it was funny because I think that shaped a lot of what I thought about dating at the time. Because before, um, you know, I would daydream and I would watch those rom coms, you know, those romantic comedies, and I would like long to fall in love and want to get married and all of that stuff. But you know, I kind of realized like after waiting for Kevin Grubb to smile at me every day, and you know, like. It was so fleeting. And so when I began to, to get to know Jesus and I began to get filled on the inside and I, I felt alive, it really shaped that. And so um, I'm going to throw a verse up here that, that kind of shows what was starting to happen, I think, inside of me um, when it comes to dating. Um, so it's that Second Peter 1.5 verse. It says, don't lose a minute in building on what you've been given, complementing your basic faith with good character, spiritual understanding, alert discipline, passionate patience, reverent wonder, warm friendliness and generous love, each dimension fitting into and developing the others. With these qualities active and growing in your lives, no grass will grow under your feet, no day will pass without its reward as you mature in your experience of our master Jesus. Without these qualities, you can't see what's right before you, oblivious that your old sinful life has been wiped off the books. So let me break that down for you a little bit. I gotta stand up. Um, so for me, what I realized was I felt like my life um, was about growing in the image of who God created me to be, like this is talking about. Like I felt like the goal of my life was to always be growing in faith, growing in love, growing in generosity and kindness. Um, and, and I really began to feel like that was what I needed to run after. That's what I needed to, to go after in my life. And so I really just began to, to focus on that. Um, and, and as I did that, it kind of led me to not date, not date anyone until actually my senior year of college. And I'm not saying that you should, I'm not using that as like a rule of thumb because all of our dating experiences are different. But for me, um, I really felt like God was calling me to, to really grow in, in, in who he'd called me to be. I felt like he'd called me to big things. I felt like he had a purpose for my life. And so for me, I was waiting. I felt like I was waiting for somebody that would, would complement that story, who, who would help me grow. And I really began to feel like dating was about growing in my relationship with Christ. And, and if I was going to date, I wanted it to be something that would allow us both to grow closer to Jesus. And so because of that, I didn't date for a really long time until my senior year of college. And meanwhile, I felt like all through that, people were telling me, oh, but you, you should be dating. You know, I felt like all my friends, all the movies were telling me that I was that, that I, I couldn't be happy and whole if I wasn't dating. And I just knew that that wasn't true because I felt whole, I felt happy, I felt alive. And so I kind of made this commitment to myself that I wasn't going to chase it, that I wasn't going to chase relationships, that I was just going to do my thing. I was just going to follow God and, 
when when that thing came along, then I would I would I would talk. We God and I would collaborate, and we would go, I would I would go and I would do it. But so for me, that didn't happen for a very long time. And so, um, you know, I finally did date. I dated two people, and then I met Rebel, and then we got married. And that's sort of my that's sort of my dating story. It's not quite as exciting as getting hit with a car, but it's yeah. pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. I mean, I think so. Yeah, not hit by a car, no. Which nobody's else's story should include that, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, so my story is very different, extremely different. Um, like when Jacob, Jacob made me think of something. When you said that, like when you were, like when you were a kid, when you were in grade school, whatever, you're like, ah, whatever, girls, I don't care. How many people felt like the boys or girls? You're just like, I don't care, boys, girls, I really don't care. It's whatever. How many were like that? Yeah. Whoa, one guy wouldn't stop chasing you until he said you were going to marry him. How old were you? First grade. Crushing hearts in first grade, Skylar. Wow. See, because, okay, you want to, I, I just want to let you know, you just totally described me in first grade. <laughs> that was me. Because there wasn't a time in my life that I cannot remember that I loved girls. I love them. And 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 no, here's the thing. And it wasn't it wasn't like a, a creepy thing. It was like I I I wanted to be in a relationship with a girl. Like a guys like this? Yeah, I was like this. And I remember chasing girls around. I, in fact, I remember my uh, you did anybody have a crossing guard growing up? Like a cross help you cross the street? I had a crossing guard and me and her were going to get married one day. In kindergarten, just so you know, like in kindergarten, I was like, "Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing?" And just cry. I mean, I would almost—I never get hit by a car, but I, I remember that. And even I remember uh, the first girl I ever really seriously liked was this girl named Amy Poth. And I like—I just remember. I just first—I I named my cat after her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. I—I I had a cat named Amy. <laughs> you know, I'm saying this all out loud, and it sounds really creepy, but it's not. I swear, it's not. It's not creepy at all. It's not creepy at all. And so I, I remember, I, I, but I always, I always got turned down so hard, so hard. I remember I, I, I did one of those notes. You guys, I don't know if you guys did that, but we did it, you know, where you write it and you, and you write down how you feel to somebody. And then you say, you know, do you like me? Yes or no? Check the box. Yes or no? I did this. I did this for a girl named Jill because after I knew Amy and me were never going to work out, I moved on in third grade to Jill. And, and so I moved on to Jill, and I remember I wrote this note to her of, like, you know, you know flowers and, you know, completeness and all this kind of business. And I said, do you want to you be my girlfriend, you know, yes or no? And then when she opened the letter, she laughed out loud and solidly checked no <laughs> and handed it, threw it back at me in front of everybody. So, yeah, that was, it was a great experience. Highly recommend not to do that. Not even, not even, yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't even like, she didn't even like entertain it. Like, you know, some people like, Jen's like this, I think. She's like so sweet. Like you can say to her, oh, that's so sweet. You know, just to be nice. No, she didn't like do that at all. So that happened. I get into high school. I'm getting into junior high. And I finally had one girl that finally responded to me. Finally, one girl. Her name was Carissa. And um, that was kind of weird. Uh, yeah, that didn't go anywhere. I got. I remember we were gonna kiss the first time. It was gonna be my first kiss, and I. Um, we were. How do I say this? Jen knows the story. 
I, I literally, I was, you, you ever get so excited you fart? I, I, I'm just telling you. Like, so I was about to kiss her and I just, whoop, you know? So that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Yeah, it, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you, Marin, I get very excited. But anyways, so, but finally, finally, listen, this is it. Finally, 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 this happened. I met... The love of my life when I was 16 years old, the love of my life at the time, her name was Melanie Cherry, and she was just perfect. She liked me, I liked her, and I want, and she, she completed me. She completed me. Now, remember, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know the Bible at the time, but there's this one verse in the Bible, and, and this, is, this is what is in my mind. It best describes me. It's in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, the first part, it said this, uh, when, when God was creating. Come on, throw it up there, Cam. You can do it. You can do it or not. It says, what are you doing back there? Okay, God said it's not good for man to be alone. Yeah, that's, that's what I felt like. And finally, I wasn't alone anymore. I wasn't alone. I had Melanie Cherry with me, and I went everywhere with her. She even talked me going into church. Like, she didn't talk me into it. I kind of was like, hey, what are you doing Sunday? I'm going to church. Can I come? Can I come? Can I come to church with you? Can I come to church? And of course, I didn't even like listen or anything. I just wanted to hold her hand and just like look at her, and and, and uh, that's all I wanted to do. And and I just want to let you know we were together for about nine months, the the best nine months of my life up to that certain point, and then she broke up with me. Bum, she bum, broke bum. up with me, and I remember I came over to her house. This is no, no, guys, don't feel bad for me. This gets really pathetic. And and so I get to her house, and I know something's up, and she like she just answers the door. She doesn't let me in. You know, and, and she's just like, I was like, what's up? And she goes, I'm breaking up. And I'm like, what? Why? And I start like totally like freaking out. What are you breaking up? We're supposed to be together. This and that. And then like, she's like, no, we're done. We're done. And this is what I do. You ready for this? I am embarrassed to say this, but I did this for real. I fake passed out. I fake passed out because I wanted her to know how like what she was doing to me was wrong. It was tearing a piece out of me. Yes. And then, so that, 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 that had the opposite effect, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, don't fake pass out to get attention. It, it does not decision. work. It kind of elevates you into the level of creep, solidly. So anyways, so that's what's going on. But do you see what's going on with me? Do you see what's going on? And, and I can tell story after story after story of me. I wasn't even cared, of, I didn't care about dating. I wanted to be in a relationship. And see, I, and, and, and that's what I wanted, right? And But the problem was that relationship, I, the, the, I wanted the relationship because I felt like I wasn't good enough. I wanted to be complete. This other person was going to complete me once I got in a relationship with them. And guys, I mean, I can tell you some, it gets, it gets bad as I get older. Just bad decisions, bad people that really affected my life. And you know what? It wasn't until I met my wife, who I thought was going to complete me, that I figured out I was already complete. And then what, 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 what she did was different, though. She showed me something different. She made me better. You see the difference? She didn't complete me. I was already complete. But she made me a better person. And so that's, that's, that's my story of dating. And that's Jen's story of dating. But I want to leave you guys, because I want to answer your questions. Because here's the problem. You might be hearing that. Like, what does this have to do 
with any of the questions we asked. It has everything to do with them because we are going to give you something here. Uh, the first one is this. When, when we come up to that question of, like, what is dating? Why should you date? I want you guys to remember this. Uh, dating uh, refines. It doesn't define you. It refines. It doesn't define. In, in other words, it's like, hey, how are you going to know what you like until you find out what you like? Like, do you want a guy to open the door for you or do you not? Do you want to be uh, one of those type of guys who's, who dotes on her or, or, is, or you just not want to be that kind of guy? You want to have, have her be an independent woman, you know what I'm saying? Do you, do you, how, or, or, or maybe you don't like when, when people, you ever, you ever met a person who like has a bad laugh or mouth breathes that, or, or chews loud? That's the one that kills me. Like what if you meet the perfect person then you find out they eat salad like with their mouth wide open? No. Yeah, they eat salad. That's even worse. You see, it, it, and so, so dating, not only uh, it, 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 it doesn't, it, you shouldn't find your completeness from it, but you, it helps refine who you are as a person and what, what kind of person not will complete you, but will make you a better person that will, like, put you times 10. So that's the first answer. What is dating? Why is dating? Dating uh, refines. It doesn't define. All right, and so some of the second group of questions you guys asked is when to date. Like, when do I know that I'm ready? And so kind of the, the thing that we came up with was you're okay to date. Do we have that? You're okay to date when you're okay with you, if that makes sense. So a lot of, it, we all have different timelines for when, when we're ready to date. I didn't date until I was a, a senior in college, you know. Uh, you're okay to date when you're, you're okay with who you are. Like Sam was saying, when you feel like you're a whole person, you don't need someone else to complete you. Do you, you don't need someone else to make you happy, right? And it, it just is a, it's better. You get more. You're already happy, and then you get someone else, and it just uh, amplifies that. So you're okay to date when you're okay with you. Yes. So that's how we're going to answer those questions. Um, and here we go. I want to still take 120 seconds to sit and listen what God's saying uh, to each of us in whatever relationships we're in, whether we're waiting, whether we're dating, whether we're getting over uh, a certain relationship. Uh, listen to what he's saying for you. Uh, what, what do you think dating is? What are you really looking for? Are you looking for somebody to complete you? Because you're going to have problems. If you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're thinking that someone's going to solve your problems, if you're not okay with something about yourself and you think, if I just get with this person, I'm going to be okay. That's not going to work either. So listen to what God is um, saying to you. I'm going to pray for us. And I encourage you, we're, we're going to have the cards out again and the questions. And text me with the questions, uh, email, because uh, we have another session we're going to do. And, and, and so I just want, this is just a, a, a really a test of the, some of the questions you guys can ask. There is no wrong qu question. You can ask them hard questions. I may not try to answer them here. We may not try to answer them in the big room, but they will be answered. So let's take 120 seconds, listen to what God is saying to us, and I'll pray for us.
Heavenly Father, thank you um, for these texts, these words, these um, this wisdom uh, about relationships that you've given to us for thousands and thousands of years, is that we're not alone uh, in in what it means to, to, to date, what it means to be in a relationship, um, not just as friends, but something um, that is more than friends. And each of us, uh, some of us in this room may not even be anywhere near thinking about dating somebody, and that's fine. That's fine. Uh, maybe somebody's in a relationship right now, or and maybe somebody's getting over a relationship uh, right now. I pray wherever, where we're at, wherever each of us are at, uh, that we will hear your, your spirit speaking to us loud and clear that we're already okay, that we're already complete, and we don't need anybody to complete us because if we have you, we're already complete. Uh, but we definitely, uh, people in our lives, whether they're friends or more than friends, they can definitely make us better. They can make us a better version uh, of ourselves. And so I'm thankful for those people in my life into the lives of these, uh, of, of us, of us here. And I pray as we go forward um, that no matter where we're at, we will love people as they are, where they are, and for whom they are. And so we ask this humbly in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.